Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Hipsters Chronicles. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where from the period of time of March 2021 through June 2022, I interviewed 182 founders, executives, entrepreneurs, artists, and authors from over 50 different countries and built a global audience in 165 countries while posting and producing my podcast at the Irish Tech News platform. Since then, I realized there's a lot of incredible content in the interviews that I had and my interviews with thought leadership podcast interviews that had amazing gems, amazing gems from um, all the guests that I was able to interview. And so I've chosen and decided to create the uh, Crypto Hipsters Chronicles series, which is a series of the gems, the, the little tiny pieces from each of the interviews that I had in the areas of Bitcoin, Ethereum, metaverses, NFTs, regulatory issues in crypto globally, art, and you name it across the wide spectrum of different verticals in blockchain and crypto industry and in fintech and mobility and sustainability as well. Uh, these are about 15 minutes long, each uh, chronicle, and has three, four, or five different segments from different interviews. So I hope you enjoy them. Uh, I hope you have uh, learned a lot. And if you'd like to um, listen to the full podcasts, they are available online at both the Irish Tech News um, and on Anchor. And uh, in a future date, will be available on the Crypto Hipsters station as well. So please enjoy and uh, talk to you soon. Hello and welcome to Crypto Hipsters Chronicles, episode 32, Building Equitable Futures and Healthy Ecosystems with Crypto Tokens. NFTs, and metaverses. Today's compilation includes interviews from four guests. First, Sebnem Rusichka, who at the time was an uh, engineer, took an engineer at Boson Protocol. Second, Ken Folan, who's the founder of Kildare Gallery in Ireland. Third, is David Kvitsiani, who is the founder of CNIC. And last but not least, fourth is Jamie Goldblatt, who is the founder of Mind Chill 360. Enjoy. What is your concept of an equitable future and how, as a global society, can we achieve it? Exactly. So this is this is deep, and this is basically um, also a call to every one of us as citizens of of a global society, of participants of a global society, to actually think about uh, what is equity and really go uh, radical deep into the roots of you know what what is equity for you, what 
is equity for your neighborhood what is and then go up into a into the circle of uh, the global society and you will realize that it's made uh, full of uh, trade-offs right and how do you make those trade-offs uh, these are things that uh, actually have been left to politicians most of the time but i don't know if you realized <laughs> with the corona and all of the political decisions that needed to be made quickly, fast, that how much, um, and in Germany we still have that problem, uh, how much of those political decisions actually lag um, and uh, how much they are based on maybe lobbying info, etc. So, as you say, I think, and I like your question, um, because you start with, uh, you know, a, a politician and, and their promise in, in your nation state and go on to global society. And just the fact that, uh, you know, you and I are talking about, um, and maybe because of a technology that enables global uh, transparency and um, with tokenizing, hopefully also transparent decision making, participatory decision making. How can we ensure equitable future? So, to be honest, for myself, um, it was maybe it was this ride through the rabbit holes, as I mentioned in iterations. And every time I had to ask myself, really. Do I have to ask myself that? Didn't the, the finance guys figure that out already? Didn't the governance guys and girls figure that already? And no, because we now have this um, new technology um, or a technological advance once again. And now is the time really for everyone of us uh, because it's a enabling participatory uh, or participation. Uh, all of us need to ask that question of equity. And I must tell you that I haven't, even for myself, figured, figured that out. Um, it goes back to uh, how can we design systems that have as their output freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and equity doesn't mean that everyone is equal it cannot mean that uh and again like i i am in on on very very shaky grounds it goes down to i wished i had all of these eight disciplines uh and people from those disciplines you know whispering into my ear what to what to say but this is what we need to uh grapple with in in the next uh year, few years and i hope so my goal is really just to make those questions accessible to every participant that they know they have to ask themselves and that they also demand uh, information and access to information to be able to ask uh, for themselves. You also have a bespoke commissioning service, right? Um, yes. What's that all about? How does that, how, how's that work? I, I I know there's there's broke woke and bespoke. I know what broke is. Um, I think I know what woke is. I don't know what bespoke is. So what what is that? What is your service all about? Just to bespoke commissions are um, 
recently as well, a lot of them, like I was saying, they've been memorials. Um, and even before COVID as well, there's there's people who've lost loved ones, and it could be a, it could be a tragic event. And uh, it might be two to three years later, and that's when they they can actually cope with. If they want to get a sculpture to um to sculpture as a memorial for um for a loved one that they've lost. And we like we did one recently, and it was a couple, and they lost a they lost a young daughter, and um, stuff like that. I take very seriously because someone comes to you. They're looking for a memorial piece, and you have to come up with an idea or a concept for them, and something that works for them. And you're always you want to have you want to to treat it with absolute and utter respect. You want to get everything right. You don't want to get it wrong at the end because uh, you can really upset or hurt someone. Um, so it was a, it was a beautiful piece, anyways. And what it was was a it was a hand with a butterfly coming off and the hand was to represent the, the mother's hand and the butterfly was the young, you know, the young child. Um, but there comes a stage like we were, we come up with the uh, concept, you hand it over to an artist and there's those couple of weeks where it's being made and you're, you're, you're worried yourself that will it be okay and will everything turn out all right? You have to hand it over to the artist. And um, I, I don't think we've got it wrong yet. Like every time we've done it, people are really, really delighted. But it can be a huge part in, in healing for someone as well to get a piece like that, I suppose. So that's that's one part that we've been doing a lot of bespoke commissions. Um, we also work with companies. It can be something to do with, uh, like we did one once again for Intel and Jonathan Dixon, the artist who we have at the moment at the gallery, he was the one that did it. And it was a portrait of Gordon Moore. And Gordon Moore was one of the founders of Intel. So what Jonathan did was um, he did a painting and it's all pixelated and it's all painted in small blocks. So when you're up close to it, it's hard to tell what it is. And then when you stand back, the picture of Gordon Moore appears. I mean, it's absolutely, it's, it's hanging in, in Intel at the moment and it's absolutely amazing. And it was all to represent how the same thing can exist in two different states at the same time so it was pixelated and then realistic when you pull back so that's that's the sort of stuff that we do at the gallery i mean we'll always try and do our absolute best to get the best outcome for our client you mentioned air pollution right and you, and and you're using rings in your art project to reduce air pollution so i want to find out how you're how you're doing that and um practically practically you know speaking how do how do we get there so we have a much cleaner global environment sure it's uh it's very complex uh and uh requires uh uh many uh efforts from many different industries and uh very 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 important is part is uh, uh developing electric vehicles uh because they uh, reduce uh, uh uh air pollution and uh, uh, uh carbon dioxide uh, emission is reduced once uh, uh electric vehicles are developed and uh, becoming mainstream and uh we we believe by supporting this direction this mission uh we uh, move forward uh, this direction we help uh, with art with culture uh, we support this direction 
uh, and also uh, it's uh, pretty much uh, our company's uh, culture uh, to be uh, eco-friendly uh, uh, the product we are developing uh, and the uh, rings we are uh, producing is uh, uh, eco-friendly eco we are the first manufacturer of uh, smart rings that are made of uh, uh, eco-friendly wood materials uh, and these are biodegradable materials uh, uh, because the material is uh, natural wood and uh, that's uh, uh, also very unique and the, these products are hand handmade so uh, it's uh, always uh, part of our culture everything we do to be uh, good for environment and uh, uh, to reduce uh, damaging effects on the environment basically you're using the art from the environment the natural resources and then building that out into using technology to restore the state of natural resources are that right yeah actually uh our effect on this problem is uh we we are supporting it with art with our community uh and the, the fact itself like the first agar art is on nft is dedicated to the electric vehicles uh also talks about uh, how important we think it is uh, to develop electric vehicles uh and uh, reduce uh, carbon dioxide in the environment where's the humanity right um and you mentioned grief you mentioned grief right so yeah. um i've learned over the years how to take the arrows out a lot of people haven't how can we deal effectively with 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 grief and this new world of what you're creating what are some of the um, tools what, to do so, that? yes grief is such a horrific problem especially with the pandemic and everything that's happened and um to give you an example the reason why i'm creating the memorial islands is because um um my my uh, my grandma died during the uh, the pandemic and um my sister's in australia and um and obviously because of covid she couldn't come over and um when someone and i realized you know families were spread out now um and um when um uh, um uh, when when she died um it was very difficult for us to connect and feel a place and feel connected and so i thought if we can create a place that you can customize with memorial art that people can create and you can buy and you can put in there um uh, um activities and, and different things and and 50% of the money of the sale of each memorial island and the NFTs goes to support free grief counseling from within there. And there's also an enterprise version of it because businesses are losing, I think it's 75 mi uh, billion or something, million or whatever it is, um, a year from uh, from grief. And, and so there'll be an enterprise version as well. So um, the percentage of that money can also go to support ideas to help with grief. So people feel supported and um, and have a place to go. And uh, because I think, I think grief is so, you want to, sometimes you want to be on your own as well. And uh, sometimes through creativity, I know I, I, I know I, work things out through creativity and a lot of other people do as well and to give people you know frameworks for that within 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 the virtual and digital world 
I think could be really interesting. And, and there's just so many different activities that we can do and researchers and, and partners that we can partner with, Ancestry, you know, people like that. There's there's so much that um, it's about turning grief into inspiration. And if you can, uh, you know, in different cultures, uh, like the Day of the Dead was on at the moment, they're celebrating it. It's how you look at things in life as well, I think. Um, I'm not, you know, I haven't done a philosophy degree, but I've had great success and, and horrific failures. And um, grief is not only just people dying, it's, you know, it's a business that there's a lots of entrepreneurs out there who who really go for it and it doesn't work. And um, that can be, you know, have a really difficult, you know, uh, impact on your life, on your family's life. You know, we all try and do stuff to to help our families and, and you know provide and uh, and and our families support us you know entrepreneurs wives you know they are and, and husbands as well are um are amazing and um yeah it's it's about a group of supportive network and being creative with ideas whether it's chilling your mind through activities um through um uh, um art um, i'm just such a firm believer of of uh, of uh, um of creativity yeah, so I want to I want to follow up on on that because I see a, I see a comparison. Um, usually, when people are stuck in 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 grief, they are stuck on the left side of their brain with the, on the analytical side, and that side of the brain keeps knocking us down to be stuck. The right side of the brain is the creative side. You know, um, that's the one that gets us into the creativity. It's the one that gets us out of grief. It's the one that that builds and creates. How does one go from an analytical mindset? to a creative mindset and how could that movement from the left side of the brain to the right side of the brain help build this NFT and the mind show space? Yeah, definitely. So um, let, um, in the Memorial Island, for example, there is each one comes with a tree of life and you tender to that tree and um, and uh, you can develop your garden and uh, and develop your um, uh uh, your uh, memorial island uh, along with different music and along with different uh, experiences so coloring in so 3d jigsaws um all these creative um ideas that stop your mind from thinking and the other thing that i would say is um uh, each property in the metaverse of chill um uh, has the ability to transport through artscapes and chillscapes and these chillscapes are 360 um uh, sound uh, um looping pieces of art with music as well and you'll find that if you if, if something grabs your attention uh, kind of like a um that, that's really creative in music you, you you kind of it, it kind of shocks you and so um if you look at all my mind chill videos the ones the reason they get shared is because there's kind of a shock at the beginning and then it draws them in um and so because it's not always um uh, how do i say this uh, um it's not always light it's quite dark sometimes and so there's a bit of darkness in mind chill as well um, and sometimes when you put darkness and then you show the light straight after the darkness um, people people go into it and and I've had so many messages from people saying that um uh, that they've gone into the soundscape um uh, that I've created and, and it's just chilled their mind and um and so I think activity based things also money is a big problem as well with grief and mind chill coin uh, there's free mind chill coin yields on the Genesis uh, memorial islands as well and so with all the creativity that you do you earn mind chill coin as well and you can buy things and do things like go on trips and stuff like that so and um, it's all about doing things with grief you know and 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 helping a family when 
when when someone's uh, lost or they've lost something and giving them a place that's online that's theirs and but that's just one 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 uh, um uh, one idea in the metaverse of chill we've got a project with the dogs trust and um, one of the other things is that uh, looking at pictures of dogs makes people happy um and dogs uh, make people happy as well and so um, i'm working with the dogs trust and we're uh, creating um the canine islands and it's the world's biggest um uh, uh dog art exhibition uh, where you can submit your dog and uh, and uh, and uh, artists will do this competition and um and um and, and you also get a, a land and so we're going to build a virtual world for dog lovers as well in the metaverse of chill so um and what you said was really interesting about left hand side brain and right hand side brain because the map of the metaverse of chill is exactly that and so you can't mix business with pleasure because i think one of the problems here with social media and everything is when you become the commodity and the business is put into your personal thing it becomes it it it, it, uh, it it muddies the waters and it doesn't become real and it becomes something else and that's again money again as well so um uh we, we've got some really creative ideas to um to really disrupt money because i think that's the last thing that's been disrupted and it needs to be